Hello, hello. Well, welcome again to anyone who is visiting, um, or even if you've been here a million times. My name is Kara, and I'm usually the music person, but the pastors Larson are on sabbatical, so people like me are given power. That should never be given. <laughs> no, it's just it's a treat to be here and to share some things that uh, God has been speaking to me about and um, to kind of have a conversation together about. Um, so I asked the community time question, what do you do to rest? And or when was the last time you felt most rested? And uh, I'm going to break the rules from my own question and actually share about a time I had the least amount of rest. <laughs> but I'm going to guess that some of you did that as well. <laughs> um, shout out to my glass half empty people out there. And um, we're passing around the text for today, too, and a little uh, printout that I, I made earlier. Um, so for a good period of time, I actually had serious chronic fatigue. Um, it didn't matter how much sleep I got. I was just tired all the time. And I know probably some parents can relate to that, but I don't have kids. So I knew something was off, and I started to ask more questions. Um, I even had a friend who had purchased an alarm for my bed that would like literally shake my bed to wake me up. <laughs> um, I didn't like that, so <laughs> that did not stay very long. Um, but uh, let's see here. Yep. So, um, so part of that piece, though, for those of you who don't know part of my story, uh, my life has been kind of a constant checking in with my mental health, because since I was a little kid, um, I had horrible anxiety. And then as I grew older, that kind of uh, powered up into uh, deep depression. And so I learned pretty quick early on that if I'm not rested well, then my mental health is like completely just kind of off the walls. And, uh, but I'm thinking specifically in my little tired story, bringing it back here, the tired story, uh, specifically um, these pieces and these variables kind of all came to a head around uh, 2018. Uh, and it's in moments like that where you're just, you're like, what do I have to remove to like get back to the problem? What's the problem? What's the actual problem? And so like after stripping everything away, um, I was still struggling so much. I actually couldn't work. I had lost my job and I was out in California, uh, and I couldn't finish my school program. <laughs> I got a participation certificate instead of the actual thing because of uh, how many times I had missed because I had, you know, just my fatigue, my tiredness. And um, anyway, I found myself back here in Minnesota living with my parents, trying to recalibrate my life. And then I had like a team of people. I had doctors, I had psychiatrists, therapists, you know, all checking on meds and different things. Um, I even did uh, like a day program at a hospital. And in the middle of all that, someone, one of those people was like, have you gone to a sleep doctor? You know, have you done a sleep study? And I was like, well, no, but you know, I don't know. So I did the sleep study and I don't know if anyone here has also done a sleep study, but it is a mystery to me how you can get any kind of shred of, you know, great information from that because you're hooked up to all these wires 
and you have like this band around you to monitor something else, and they got something on your finger, and then you're like supposed to try to sleep on your back, or like you know, you know. I I was amazed at the end of that that they said, well, we got you know the you went to sleep at least three solid times, and I I really did not feel like I had gotten any sleep, but apparently I did. But even the tech person was like, yeah, even those times you did fall asleep though, like that. You did not get good rest, so no wonder you're so tired. Um, so I got a sleeping pill, and my life changed dramatically. Like, I holy smokes, I part of my life had felt restored. I did not know that you could not be tired like that. And so that was just very telling to me. Um, but in this conversation of rest and my own personal journey um, and reflection, I have come to realize that rest doesn't necessarily equal sleep. Rest doesn't necessarily mean just being asleep, taking a nap, you know, how many hours a day you're sleeping, right? And um, rest for one person also may not be the same for someone else. Nothing has made this also more apparent to me than living with other people. <laughs> At my house, uh, I live with uh, two friends of mine who are married, Stephanie and J.D. O'Brien. All of us have very different ways of resting. Uh, Steph and JD also have very social jobs and lives, so the, the rest that I see that they do is mostly the non-people-oriented kind of rest. All right. Stephanie um, finds rest doing projects. She is a longtime Lego fan, always has like some sort of build she's working on. Um, or recently, she got, anyone heard of, of a cricket or a cry cut? Or I think it, it looks like cry cut to me, but people on the, the things say cricket, you know, so whatever. But for those of you who don't know what that is, you, it's a thing you print out. It's like stickers you can put in personalized water bottles, T-shirts, all the things. She made like a sign thing in the backyard. Anyway, projects. And JD, his version of rest is watching a sports game while playing a video game and also watching a movie or listening to a podcast all at the same time. That is too much for me. My version of rest is probably most likely a good nap or just like chilling <laughs> with my cozy blanket or something um, or watching a fun comedy um, or I've really enjoyed nice weather, being on the patio with friends, um, having good food and time together. But I bring up these stories to say that rest is really complicated. We're all created specifically, uniquely, and rest looks different from person to person. What does, so I'm, I'm here to say, what does rest mean to you? What does rest look like in your different contexts and in your world? And what does your rest look like in your relationship with God? And that brings us to the text for today. Um, we're looking at Matthew 11, 28 through 30. And I printed out the cards. I kind of, I got a little nerdy. I just felt like it should be in a semi-poetic form, hence the weird spacing. For those of you who aren't creatives, you're right. Why did they take this really long piece of paper and put one word for each line? But that's just me being me. So... Um, and this is the Passion Translation, um, a, a version that has kind of uh, made the Bible fresh for me again. And so this is what it says. Are you weary, carrying a heavy burden? Come to me. I will refresh your life, for I am your oasis. 
Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways, and you'll discover that I'm gentle, humble, easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me. For all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. I'm going to read that again. Are you weary, carrying a heavy burden? Come to me. I will refresh your life, for I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways, and you'll discover that I'm gentle, humble, easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me, for all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. So in a minute, um, for those of you who don't know, we'll get a chance to kind of talk about this around the tables. Um, but here are some things that kind of stuck out to me when I read this. And for me, it was some of the action words in the text. The first one being, come to me. When I saw that, I noticed that there is no requirement attached to that in that statement. It doesn't say, take a nap, get eight hours of sleep, and then come to me, or make sure you reorganize your schedule so that we have this specific time, you know, come to me there. Uh, it really just says, come to me. And in that, there are the following promises. Jesus says, here I will refresh your life, and that God is your oasis. Another word that stuck out to me was the join. Join your life with mine. Because this made me pause and ask myself, am I really living a life joined with God? Do I realize that I'm not alone? Do I realize that my life isn't just me? It was almost like, in my head, I've been playing video games with my nephews. Um, and it's kind of like when you don't realize that there's a player too with you. <laughs> Um, so it just kind of made me pause and ask, you know, what does that mean for me? What does joining my life with God look like? Am I leaning too much towards my independence, my pride, my plans, instead of pausing and asking God, what do you think? Or does God even have a better idea than what I'm, from what I'm working so hard at? Is this something that I should even be working so hard at? Another word was learn my ways. So whenever I hear learn, my mind defaults to like Sunday school in this context or like a classroom somewhere. Um, but I don't think that's exactly the format that Jesus is suggesting here. I kind of want to recalibrate our understanding of the word learn. Because the follow-up word for that is discovering how God is gentle, humble, and easy to please. Discovering makes me think of actual life experiences not just reading words of someone's clever writing, but God revealing more of God's nature, seeing what's behind kind of the curtain. Also, can we talk about how many different learning styles there are? Mine is definitely not sitting in a classroom listening to someone forever. Um, <laughs> so learn my ways. How much more is there for us to discover what that means? You know, maybe it's not reading a book this time. You know, maybe it's taking a hike in nature. Maybe it is reading a book this time, you know. 
the word discover just opens up all sorts of possibilities. Have you ever gone on an adventure with God? And what I mean there is like really just practically and simply like, God, where should we go today? Who should we be looking for? What do you have to say to me? What do you have to say to me? What do you want to show me this week? Another word, um, find. You will find rest and refreshment in me. Because when you seek and look to discover who God is, you will find. And what do you find here? Not a list of to-dos, not a list of things you've done or not done, but you find true rest. For all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. This one stuck out to me because a lot of times in my relationship with God, it feels almost like a chore in a way, you know, like this is my daily thing that I do. And I have been actively working on kind of like rewriting that part in my brain, that it's not just sitting down and reading something, but a real relationship um, and asking the questions, where, where should we go today, you know? Um, who is someone that I should talk to? What do you want to say to them? Um, so does what you feel like God is requiring of you, is that not pleasant or easy to bear? I guess the question I'm asking is, is your view and understanding of God as someone being angry or impatient or someone who's requiring you to do this, 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 or making you actually carry heaviness. If you, if you picture those things when you think of God, I think it's time to have some deeper questions about who God is. And asking God, who are you? Asking God, can you show me? What are you trying to say to me? Please open my eyes, my heart, my being to know you more. I want this. I need this. Because from this text, I see that true abundant rest is only found in Jesus. It's only found in God. Everything else we experience is, is just, it's pale in comparison. It's, it's getting us through the day. And if you're not inviting God into your unrest, do you see and know the true rest that is within our midst, within our grasp? I just I challenge us to invite God in in different ways this week to just come to sit to receive to ask to be Okay, I'm going to read this one more time and then we'll have kind of a listening sharing time around the tables. Are you weary carrying a heavy burden? Come to me. I will refresh your life, for I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways, and you'll discover that I'm gentle, humble, easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me. For all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I thank you for this time. And uh, I just pray a blessing over conversation. 
around the table. Uh, God, we know that you're present, and uh, we invite you to be in our midst in real ways, through our words and through our sharing and through our listening. Amen.